G'day, my name is Sophie Graham. Shkazius. Welcome to episode 157 of the Randers podcast. Oh my god, we've been doing this forever. I know, we are in season 9 of the Randers podcast. Season 9, when do we get cancelled? I don't know, but it's one It's one, It's one. one season per year. I was going to say, are we now competing with the Simpsons for the <laughs> for the longest running show? When are we oh, going to start parodying ourselves? Oh, see, the trouble of the Simpsons... Well, mate, we did, we did that from episode three, I think. Oh, crap. The trouble, <laughs> trouble of the Simpsons is that they keep making them, so we can never catch them up. So what we need to do is for the Simpsons to get cancelled, and then we need to go for at least... Well, they're, they're like 15 years ahead of us. So we need to get cancelled, we need to go for another 15 years or so, and then we'll catch them up. So the only thing that I worry, though, is that at some point, Simpsons will be animated and written completely by AI, and we'll just lose that chance completely. You mean it isn't already? Oh, no. I think I we might have broken Sim- the I, universe. I thought, I thought Simpsons was done by a random number generator. That could be. That actually might be true, to be fair, given how downhill they went. <laughs> how fast I, downhill I, I did they go? I assume they just literally got a load of like clips more than... Like, the fir- they've written for like, the first... like. 15 seasons, spill the clips up, gave them like names and values, and then just put it through a random number generator every week. And it just splices them together to make an episode. Yeah. Yeah. That kind oh, of I can makes see me that, want actually. That, I can... I, that now, I know that as a joke, that kind of makes me want to do that. I just make a bit of software that just like, you can, you go onto this website and just randomly generate a Simpsons episode for you. Probably better than anything you see on TV now. Do you reckon we're eventually going to get to that point where we just have well, a program, the, the program does stuff for us so that we just, you know, we don't have to podcast anymore? Yeah, well, I'm thinking for the games, like, it's getting an aimbot, and then I just saw it sit there. Oh, look, just sitting there. there. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I clearly totally own that guy. <laughs> Hands off keyboard completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ram, I can hear you eating a pack of crisps while you shot that man four times in the head. I'm just that skilled, mate. Just that skilled. I just heard your toilet flush. What the <laughs> fuck just happened, mate? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm playing on stage on the toilet. Sorry. <laughs> 360 no-scoped. <laughs> yeah. Ram, how did you manage to shoot that guy in Hunt Chodan for six kilometres away with the most inaccurate rifle? That's just luck, mate. Just luck. <laughs> just luck. Just took out his entire team with a pistol from the other side of the map. That thing can't even reach that far. There's buildings in the way. Wow. (laughs) Wow, you know how it is. Sat there with your your Pepsi-branded hat, your MLG jacket. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, So how have you been, Skaz? I'm still alive, mate. I mean, the world is going crazy-er somehow. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's... It, it just gets madder and madder. And we're not allowed to go anywhere, so how is it going worse? Well, so I think everybody's going to stir crazy. I think it's a problem. It's, all, it's just madness. So, but what happens when COVID goes away and we all have to go outside and disintegrate because we haven't seen the sun in 50 years? Uh, Do we start I, murdering each other because we don't know how to deal with each other anymore unless uh, it's on Facebook? Well, that's, so what we need is the sequel to COVID. <laughs> don't you say know. that. Don't say that. You know... Bird flu. I think Ebola's been playing the long game. You think? Yeah, I think it's been playing the long game. It's been waiting its time, waiting for the whole world to sort of have a bit of a panic. And you know, because you know how it is with see with a TV series, every new season has to get a lot, a little bit more extreme than the previous one. It has to escalate every single time until it gets a point. Now we've had COVID, so next season 
needs to really up its game. And we'll come to the end of the story arc at the moment. You know, we've got the vaccine on its way. We're getting towards the end of the story arc, but they need to also merge in the new story arc. So what we need is a new variant form of Ebola to break out somewhere. <laughs> Fucking like a mutation, a cross of COVID. <laughs> COVID <Yeah>. and Ebola. <laughs> E-COVID. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Almost like E. coli, but not. Yeah. yeah. E-COVID. That sounds like something that you'd have like back in the early 90s internet days. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. So what, who's your ISP, mate? E-COVID. Yeah. Look, it's how, it's how website says always what or technology has always worked. So on picks a letter, they just add existing words after it. So you e- have email. E-I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're just waiting for the next letter to be picked. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it could do that. Good okay. repetition, though, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna run out eventually. They'll run out of stuff. We're gonna have I don't know. Hashtag. Don't know. Hashtag There you go, another single symbol. Not Mate, a letter, but can, close you, enough. We already hashtag the fuck out of everything. That's what I mean. The hashtag yes. The E stuff, then the I stuff, now the hashtag. We're gonna have hash mail. I mean, mate, I'm telling you there's something else already. <laughs> yeah. Hash mail. It gets to you eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> Eventually you have hash, yeah. What have you been yeah, up to, Ram? Well, so, I was, last week, I can't remember I spoke to you last week, uh, it's been a bit of a bad week at work, last time we spoke. Mm. Um, you know, all sort of like sprays in COVID and, you know. It's not real. Things, things getting a bit tense, you know, twats not wearing their masks. It's not and real. All this sort of stuff, yeah. All, I've been told. Well, unfortunately, people telling you that are idiots. I was going to say, because so, they, they told me that I was an idiot for wearing a mask. Well, you can be rest assured that you're not the idiot. They're the idiot. So I decided to have a bit of retail therapy. Right. What did you do? What did you buy? Oh, my fucking God, mate. So explain <laughs> for the audio listeners what I've just seen. So what Sky's just seen is two hundred and forty pounds worth of, of little plastic little plastic aliens in the form of Warhammer miniatures. The fuck, mate! So you said, you said, you were doing little bits at a time. Paint, stick together, done. Then buy more. Yes, I know I said that, but anxiety. And also, it's a new, Anx- it's a new army. <laughs> anxiety. Mate, mate, I might not be able to buy these because, I don't know, Games Workshop might go out of business or exactly. something. Because of COVID. Look, it, you, buy car- you buy a camera every other week, so don't you complain about no, it. No, you have a fair <laughs> point there. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because I've just yeah. recently gone on a guitar binge as well. So Yeah, yeah. But these are the Drukhari. I don't know how it's actually pronounced. I call them Dark Elder because that's what they were called originally before Games Workshop had that lawsuit. So I didn't know they changed the name. So basically, uh, I'm going to slightly, I'm probably going to misremember this because I read about a long time ago, several years ago, about probably about 10, 10 years, fifteen years ago, something like that. Games. There was another company who were basically making parts that were compatible with Games Workshop bits. Yeah. In themselves, that's not really a big deal. They're not obviously not happy about it because they want people to buy from them, but it's not a big deal. But where got they started? This company started using names like Space Marine, Elder, Dark Elder. So, and again, I might be misremembering, I've got this slight out of order. So, Games Workshop basically sued them saying, You can't use those names. 
because they're saying compatible with such and such and such and such. Um, maybe since you can't use those names, you can't brand yourself those names, got to court and it basically got ruled that their names were too generic. Space Marine is a very generic term. You know, lots of things have Space Marines in them. Games that don't, they said they couldn't have a copy of a tight trademark in it. Elder was too generic. Um, lots of these terms are basically too generic. So as a result, Games Workshop basically renamed a lot of their stuff. Pure Guard, again, two very generic words. So that's why a lot of stuff you've got on the website now has all been renamed. So Pure Guard, now the Aston Militorium. And Space Marines are now Aptus Astartes. And Elder became the uh, oh, Arions. And Dark Elder became the Drakari. Okay. And that's the story behind Games Work, why they've all got funny names now. Most I had no them, idea, mate. I had absolutely yeah. no idea. Because yeah, like everyone people... I still speak to still calls them by what they were known Yeah, as... everybody does. If you go into a game watch, say, where's, where are the Dark Elder models, they'll point to the, these. Because that's what everybody calls them. Um, everybody still calls the Astarte Space Marines. No, they still call them those names and stuff. It's 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 so and also I mean a lot of that's because a lot of the games are old enough they just remember the old names and keep using them. Mm. Um, and then do what happens is the younger I think things like Space Marines because it's a very destructive name, and you know Space Marines you know what you're getting so that's that name stuck. But Elden Dark Elder definitely don't see it mentioned as much amongst the the newer people coming in because that's not the name it's used. But and it's because it's. Not quite so well known. So that sort of name is sort of dropping off. So eventually disappear, I'd imagine. But so do us... they still use those names in the new games that are coming out, though? Uh, I depend. It depends. I think the new games now use correct names. Although I know because you can have a game called Space Marines about the adapters of Starties, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. So you get aware of that, but I think the terminology they use in the games now they use more than modern names, I believe. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say that was... would really throw me off because there was that the the war. The, well, there were a couple of new Warhammer games coming out, aren't there? Uh, the one that's like Vermintide, uh, which is war, like base Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, you've now got the the forty k. Was it Dark Tide? Dark Tide's the forty k. Yeah. Well, Vermintide's Warhammer previous before Age of Sigma Warhammer. Yeah. Um, so like that would really throw me that. off if I launched those games. I'd be like, who the fuck are they yeah they or are. who are you talking about I've, I've had that with games in the past where all of a sudden like i oh, know character names will change and i'm like who the fuck are you talking about yeah you still sort of see it mentioned in the books they'll still occasionally say they'll mention by the new name they'll say also known as oh, okay I was, I was gonna say so they, they didn't still... do a control f replace all yeah, they still <laughs> they they all they use the proper names correctly, but occasionally you'll see they'll mention like oh these guys were also known as the Dark Helder at one point. Oh, right. this is their proper. So they, they got around by, by saying, well, Dark Helder and Elder were the imperial names for the races. Oh right, but okay. Their actual name was something else because obviously just that what what we would call it's like it's like if you go to um another country they don't call english people english they have, a, they have their own word for it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah like spania instead of spain so they have a, so that's how they sort of like got around it so that explains why a lot of like uh the miniatures have names so for example tau their stuff is called things like hammerhead devilfish that's because that's the imperial names of them what they classify them as not what the tau call them fair that 
All right. But straight, uh, uh, yeah. uh, That's how you get around it. Clever little workaround, I guess. Yeah, clever little workaround. But yeah, I've got my, I've got a core unit. I've got some cool stuff. I won't go for in depth, but it's quite cool. I was going to say, Christ, part. mate, though. What the fuck are you planning on doing? You can't play with anyone because we're in lockdown. Eventually, we'll be out of lockdown, and I might have the army painted. You hope? What about what happens when fucking, you know, what the hell happens when Kibola turns up? <laughs> well, Kibola. Is that Ebola crossed with Kibble? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Fucking like Ebola uh, 19. Yeah. I, it should be Ebola 2021 20, by now. Wow. I don't know. I'll just sort of like, at least, at least, look, all the stage doctors, as someone person said, can you just, before I go, can you just get, I just got two minutes just to finish. Can you just bring him here so at least I can die knowing that my army's all painted? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that at your funeral. His one, the one thing we know. He would have hated, and there'll just be these two miniatures on your coffin. <laughs> yeah, they'll be buried with me. Every miniature I've never had painted gets buried with me, which is no, there's no space in the coffin for me at that point. <laughs> you got a separate coffin for unpainted <laughs> miniatures. You've gone and got yeah. a family tomb, but it's not really a tomb <laughs> yeah. for your family. It's oh, you really? and your miniatures. That's going to really confuse the historians in four or five hundred years' time when they open that tomb up. It's like, what the hell is all this? Was he like some sort of king? Is this like representing all the actual army? They, we did, they shrink, did he shrink down his, his subjects? Yeah, we thought they were quite primitive back then in the early in the, in the early 21st century. But they had like floating tanks and stuff. Where did what happened? We know the end. We know that you know that the, the end times came in twenty in twenty twenty one. But what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, so that was my little spending spurge. But they are—they're not. But more, they're not. I've still got a load of models to paint. So these aren't getting touched. So I painted my backlog. Oh so my they're just god! Sit, they're just gonna—they're just gonna sit there, just calling for me. I'm waiting to see more shelves just turn up in the background. <laughs> like in the next episode, there'll be another like three or four <laughs> shelves. I thought about it. I won't lie. I thought about how what we're gonna do because I've got. I'm gradually going. I'm soon gonna run out of shelf they, space. Put orders. The shelves are gonna keep coming forwards till eventually you've got a backdrop. It's just right behind you. Like you can move back a couple of inches, and there are just shelves of more Warhammer models. You know how they have the big in the big record libraries. They have those like shelves on like trolleys. They can move them back so they can sort of squish them along. So yeah, they get yeah. More shelves in. I'm gonna have that all set up behind there. <laughs> so I shall play with the space we now today. Beep. That would be oh, fantastic. Yeah. Or I need to get another log cabin and set up like one of those robotic systems that go pick it all for me. <laughs> that, Mate, why don't you just go and buy a wet, an Amazon warehouse? That might be the backup plan. Because at this rate, right. you're going to need one. <laughs> uh, by far not the worst world plan, I can show you. I was so close to being fully caught up. I, well, I was caught for... Well, during COVID, I was fully caught up because I couldn't buy any more models because everywhere shut down. And I literally paid my last... I was like, I'm all caught up and finished now. Oh. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. No. No problem now. This is the average reports because I thought there was a lockdown coming. I wanted to get everything in I could before it all shut down again. So, hence my little pile. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> It's an excuse for the government to control us and stuff, apparently. Oh well, I put. I thought I'm looking forward to getting my microchip installed in a few weeks, in a few months' time. 
Yeah. When I go have the vaccine. Um, yeah, mate, I'm still crying, laughing, all these people QQ and like, oh, the vaccine, the vaccine, the government doing stuff to us. It's like, you're carrying around a fucking smartphone, you muppet. Oh, yeah, it's like people going about WhatsApp, because WhatsApp are going to start sharing data with Facebook. And people start messaging me saying, oh, we need to switch to a new, a new, a new messaging app. But I just replied back and said, you have a Facebook account, yep. you have a Twitter account, yep. you have an Instagram account. You carry a smartphone wherever you go. Why the fuck are you worried? They've already got your data. Yep. It's this, peel this weird idea that WhatsApp care about you specifically. They don't. What nope. they are interested in is they go, right, this person, they we score them out of a thousand different variables... This person who scores out these variables is basically this person here who scores these variables, and they buy these products. Where's mm-hmm. advertise those parts of this person? There's a good chance they're going to correlate. It's kind of like when we used to have those reward cards at supermarkets, yeah. and you'd buy things, and then they'd give you points based on what you bought, and then you'd get vouchers yeah. through the post later on for things that you liked to buy. Yeah, it's the they're just scraping metadata. Well, they, you know that's what yeah. these services are doing. They're just exactly. figuring out what it is you look at, what it is you might be interested in, and then tailoring shit to you. Just go on to the WhatsApp thing. I am one of the tinfoil hat motherfuckers that uses other services other than WhatsApp. I do have a WhatsApp account now. Over the last few months, um, I've come back to Facebook. I have a WhatsApp account. I've used it for work. Um, but And I, I like open source projects too. So, you know, WhatsApp isn't open source. Mm. Um, but here's the trick. You're all running away from WhatsApp, but you're more than happy to have, as Ram said, Facebook, Google, Instagram, uh, Twitter. You carry around a smartphone that isn't de-Googled or, or whatever. It's not a Linux phone or whatever like that. Plus, please understand that even if you don't have a smartphone, you can be tracked with a, with a regular phone by triangulating your position using uh, cell towers. Yeah, That's how uh, phones used to use maps before... Uh, they had GPS built into them. Yeah. So it's not as ac- admittedly, it's not as accurate. It isn't, uh, but I mean, you can figure out roughly where someone's at based on three, yeah. four towers and the signal strength. And they're like, well, yeah. how, like, how does that work? Literally, as I just said, it's all based on signal strength. <laughs> you know, look, you get, look, you, look, go back to look, look at triangulation. The Nazis figured this out in the, uh, in the 1940s to find resistance fighters. So if they can do it in the 1940s with their technology, we can do it with smartphones. Thank you. So... But apparently, look, people these days don't get it. They don't get it. And as you say, Ram, they're not actually specifically trying to target you. Because, I mean, even WhatsApp, all they're doing is scraping metadata. I don't yeah. think they can realistically access your messages based on everything still being encrypted. Yeah. But they can tell, did you send a picture? Yeah. Um, how many times are you logging on? Where are you logging in from? Yeah. What device are you using? That kind of stuff. And even that kind of information can be very valuable. It's yeah. pretty useful for targeting ads. Um, yeah. They can still say, where did you go after you used WhatsApp? Yeah. And they can use all the mm-hmm. like button tracking and all that kind of stuff yeah. to figure out what it is you're doing, where you're going, what you're looking at, and uh, you know that kind of stuff. It's not that big of a deal. If you want to stop all that stuff, you can leave WhatsApp and go to another service. But um, realistically, you're going to have to run stuff like NoScript, Ghostry. Half of the internet isn't going to work because it runs on JavaScript anyway. You can't do half-hearted. You've got to go full in, take yourself off the internet. And it only takes one thing to fuck up the whole lot. 
yeah. you know, forgetting to log in, like yeah. log out of account or log into an account behind a VPN. Like it takes one thing to ruin all that hard work. Yeah. It takes one person to piss in the pool and ruin all yeah. your hard work. Or you don't like having all your information on Facebook. Who's to no. say one of your mates doesn't put your phone number on Facebook? They upload exactly. all their contacts. Exactly. You can't control what other people put out there either. Yep. If someone just posts something as innocent as, hey, you're gonna buy are you gonna buy the new yeast game today, Skaz, mm-hmm. on Facebook, mm-hmm. that's information I'll pick up. I'll yep. pick that up. And then I think, well, perhaps he wants to get we better start advertising that to him. For sure. And I'd like to know, actually, just quickly, I'd like to know why Facebook and Wish.com keep offering me women's underwear. Well, I'm not complaining. I I know, I know it's been a very lonely few months. I know. You have got a wife. Mate, (laughs) maybe that's it. I didn't really think of it that way, but I'm like, because they don't offer inky, like, I don't know, boxer shorts. But it's like, hmm. For the longest time, I was being advertised about four, this went about four or five months. Pretty much every advert, I mean, any website I had an advert on it, which I still didn't have blocked, every like every banner, every side banner, every little square inlay one, every was the exact same advert. It was for, and it was in, and here's it was in, it was in Danish, Ooh. and it was for, it was for a robotic milking machine. Mate, every that's fantastic. I do not know why I signed up to. At some point, the only thing I think, the only thing they got me on is I bought some tickets for a livestock event. Mm. Where these people were, dis- were, were, you know, showing at, and somehow through the algorithm, it decided this guy wants to buy, must have a thousand cows. He needs to be broadly milked. So that's Mate, trying to sell. We all know that's not for your shit. cows. That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be an uncomfortable time because those have hard limits, don't they? <laughs> Before they stop. But damn, son. There's there's a joke, but there's a joke. This um, farmer. Buys a milking machine and he's for his cows. He's never had one before, so he decides to see how it works. So he thinks, "Well, I don't want to do so. I know I'm going to. I'm going to attach it to myself and try it out first. So he plugs it in. It's it's amazing. It's you know it's strong. It sucks. And he's he's and before long he's you know he's doing that all he can, but it won't disconnect. It just keeps going and going and going. He starts to panic, and he manages to sort of like just see there's like a a support number on the side, and he um. Rings up the number and says, "Oh, mate, I've got an issue. I can't get this thing disconnected from a cow's udder." And they said, "Oh, don't worry. It disconnects automatically after it extracts two gallons." <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, mate. I'm hoping- <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I've killed him. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I just have this vision. You're just like laid there in your in your shack now for the next two months. <laughs> <laughs> laid there, I've got all fours, mate. Got oh, well. the orientation, the orientation correctly. No, that's seriously, mate. They probably thought you were going to some kind of bondage event. <laughs> that's what they're Pro- like, there, mate. Pro- probably. Well, now I've bought Dark Elder, are basically the bondage army. Now I've got those. They probably will start sending me that sort of stuff. Mate, I can't wait to see your. I can't wait to see the ad recommendations for you now. Yeah, they're bit, they're quite disturbed, I would imagine. Now, yeah. So anyway, back to what I say. So basically, when you're being tar- when people say, "Oh, they're going to use my data to target me," no, they're targeting a profile. A yeah, they're, they're, they're basically not tar- filling in. They're not che- like a checklist. Not targeting Joe Blocks. They're targeting this person has this type of profile. These type of people that profile buys X Y Z will advertise this. If if you're the person who always goes on websites and you know sport betting websites and bets on, on a certain football team. That's the profile. All it goes, 
Well, this person always bets on these same football teams. Other people who have the same profile also use uh, this service. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's what you need to worry about. And I think actually, I think people get so scared. They've been so. There's, people should think about what they're putting online, and they should think about what they're using, their, what they're, what they're giving out. But at the same time, it's not actually that scary a thing. No. You know, it's it's adverts. You know, we. I'll get admit, to, I don't like it. But no one, I think, likes it. I just think it, deal with yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's because it's targeted advertising. But then that's, I would say that advertising's always been targeted, but it's just been a broader net. Mm-hmm. So the sort of adverts you're going to get in, say, the Daily Mail, are not the sort of adverts you're going to get in the Telegraph. The sort of adverts you get played on, like, you know... Um, but it's a different demographic that picks up each one, so... Exactly. But you're being profiled. Exactly. People who in the Daily Telegraph, or who are Daily Mail, are probably going to buy this product. Therefore, we should advertise those people. Yeah. You're being profiled, but it's an indirect profiling. It's a, it's a broadening of the net, but it is a, it is being a profiling of sort. But you're pro, almost profiling yourself. Yeah. So this is nothing new. It's just more targeted. When it gets to the stage where they are actually, and even then, even you 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 don't see many efforts which actually tells you by name. But even that's just just picking up some random data. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'm not what I was like. I'm not going to faff around changing everything to know about. I'm just going to stick with WhatsApp. I'm not, I'm not worried. For sure. They've, I mean, they as you know, know I've always used... Me. I've used Sing, uh, Signal since it pretty much came out. Yeah. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. I will say there are some things about it I don't like that I do prefer WhatsApp for. Um, but realistically, it's the same service. They're using the ex- exact same encryption from what I understand. Yeah. A lot of the back-end code is the same. Uh, WhatsApp pulled some of the stuff from Signal's code base. Um... And I'll, the one thing I, I will QQ about is fucking um, uh, smart speakers. I, okay. st- I just as there's just something about a smart speaker recording what I say that just kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, always on microphones. They're fucking everywhere. You can't yeah. get away from them. Same with face tracking and all that kind of stuff. You cannot get away from it you walk into a shopping center or past certain like high level security cameras you are being scanned and algorithms are doing magic fluff to figure out who you are where you are what you're looking at and all that kind of stuff it's more targeting ads and all that kind of stuff and in some cases it is being that kind of data is being used like oh hey look there's loads of people hanging around this kind of section of the mall why let's reorganize we yeah. got shown a few years ago. We got shown this bit of software. Um, They're talking about trying to put into some of our company, and this software was very clever. Basically, it would you just have all these beacons in your store, and it'd listen for mobile phone signals. Yeah, and it would note it, and also okay, also was linked up to your in-store Wi-Fi. So the idea was, if you're wanting your store and all of a sudden, it picked up a load of data coming from somebody in, say, you know, looking around power tools or something. It would assume that that person probably is doing research, like yeah, looking yeah. reviews, something like that. Um, and it would, or it would actually, and if you were using your own install Wi-Fi, you'd actually look to see what sites they were going on. Mm-hmm. So if they went on, say, a competitor's site looking at the same product. They were actually talking about the fact that if you were a member of staff, you could have a tablet and they would actually ping you and say, there's a customer down this aisle who's looking at your competitor. Go serve them. Yeah. 
that that I thought was quite. I thought I, I personally that's all to me. It's all getting to the invasive side because it is actively watching what you specifically are doing. Yeah, and it's it's making people react. And you're you're you are definitely being targeted in that situation. You are when people come see you, they are targeting you specifically because mm. they know you're picking up data that they can use. But it was very fascinating because it could also be used to like see when you're. It goes on more mundane things. It'd be also be used to see how busy you were. Yeah, it would use that, but which actually Google does anyway, because yeah. Google uses um, it uses uh, um, your basically your SIM card to, and it uses that ping sense to tell. Basically, that's that if you ever go on Google Maps and it shows you like heavy traffic, how it knows is by your mobile. Anybody who's got a mobile phone it, with a Google account, it knows it's nearby. It goes by well. There's a lot of people there. It must be busy traffic. Yeah. So, because I heard about, I've heard about, a, I think it was a French artist who basically got a thousand smartphones, put them in a car, just reeled it round past Google Google headquarters, and so <laughs> got a massive traffic jam outside. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so it's that sort of that sort of stuff. I mean, and the thing is, a lot of people actually that sort of stuff is sort of people make use of. Mm-hmm. When people look up and go, "Oh, it's really heavy traffic," it won't go that way. That's only possible because the AI is sharing data. Yeah. But people don't think no, like that. No, people just hear, oh, my data, oh, no. But they, the thing is, they don't me. really quite understand it either. They've only no. really recently started to freak out about all this. Yeah. And it's like, but it's been happening to you for years. Absolutely yeah. fucking years. And yeah. you're only now bothered by it? Yeah. Like, what is what is your problem? Like, there are some people out there, that, like, they're now freaking out. But you post everything you do on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook yeah. knows you inside out. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. Google knows absolutely everything about me. Yeah. But at the same time, Facebook just doesn't care who you oh, are. Of course not. It just, it's not why, but who you are. Exactly. This is the, this is the disconnect people have got to get. It's not about who you are. It's about what sort of person I, you are. I think the problem that a lot of people have, and I've, I've parroted this as well in the past, is that, you know, it's not about now that people are so much worried about. It's the future. Because mm. once upon a time, it was a good idea to put your religion on the census. And it's not that the people you've got going now bother you it's who might come marching in later yeah um realistically if you're that bothered by it get off the internet um i mean netflix is tracking what you watch that's where all these recommended things come from spotify uh amazon yeah uh, you know facebook google twitter everything is kind of profiling what you're doing to recommend you things that they think you're interested in to keep you on their service on their site basically you're asking do you use an online service yes well then you've already given me half your data yeah basically I Basically. do wish Amazon. There's one thing I wish Amazon would do is I wish Amazon and its recommended products would ignore November and December. Oh, the old Christmas stuff. To, yeah, because all I get afterwards is all the stuff I bought for Christmas. It's, we noticed that you bought you bought you bought such and such random it, products. I think it we should like ignore these. things that you tag as gifts if you tag yeah. them as gifts. Like this package contains a gift or whatever. Yeah. Um. That sh- that should be a, or there should be an option to ignore. Things that you're buying for other people for your own tailored, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, I used to. I, I don't. I'm, go, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like the idea that Spotify was keeping a list of all the music I listened to because 
I, it just seemed stupid to me. And they always tailor the, the, the tailored stuff is always wrong anyway. Um, but then that's because I don't use the service enough. Um, same with like wish.com and their targeted ads to me. They've got no yeah. fucking idea what I like because I haven't used it enough. Yeah. Um, but as I said, the, the, the thing that really does get me is the, the, the voice recordings. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. It just creeps me out and I get it. Like a lot of people don't seem to understand, you know, okay, Google, what's the Siri one to trigger Siri? Uh, it's, it's just, hello, it's just Siri, I think it is. Oh, Okay. Um, and then you've got like Amazon, oh, you've got, like, Siri. like Alexa and, and OK Google and what the fuck ever yeah. like, uh, for the for the Google Home stuff and whatever it is for Bixby. Um, that kind of stuff bugs me a little bit. But then it's the idea that they're like, well, it's only really listening to me when I say those target words. So, but it mm. isn't because it's listening for you to say those target words. Yeah. The microphone has to be active for that feature to function, to, for it to actually work. Um, but by the same token, if you if you don't want to be recorded, yeah, don't get a smart speaker with the with the microphone turned on. From what I understand, the way it works on most smartphones is like a two it's like a two stage process. There's like a little processor that's just doing like this is just that's constantly buffering and listening for the keyword. Mm-hmm. And when the keyword is spoken, it then that's when it then wakes stuff up and then records what's in the buffer and transfers it over to the main service. But then, so how can they say about the people when they say that? I know, I don't know. This is probably clickbaity headliney shite. Um, when they sound like Alexas have helped solved murders and things like that because they've managed to pull the Alexa data or the audio data from an Alexa. So, it's not like someone has screamed, oh my God, Alexa, just as someone went to stab it, like stab them or whatever. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'm not, possibly to you say, she who should not be named, call the police because that's the sort of, that's what you need to start doing or we'll record this. Um... <laughs> But I'm see I'm doing this because I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of I mean I've not gone searching for these rules I've but I've heard I've heard a lot of anecdotes about it but I've never anything hard and fast I've heard stories but I've never actually seen a news article on it I'm sure if I Google it I have uh, I've, I've seen never, them in, I've uh, on American news it's mostly but American, American news, news but then no one believes american news no so yeah if it's fox don't believe it so but um i mean like i say for me i just don't i don't like smart speakers mm. anything that records my image without my say so or um you know anything that's recording my voice realistically i'm i'm not a huge fan of it uh plus i don't like smart speakers i think they're crap but um as far as smartphones and things like that, data mining, it's just the nature of the beast. You log into a website, bam, they've got your IP. Yeah. If an IP was a form of identification, which, by the way, isn't Not for really, no. any random lawyer decides to go, you've downloaded something, ah, that's you, it isn't. I'm sorry, most people have a dynamic IP address and to shuffle your IP, just literally reset your modem. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that, that doesn't count but like if it were you would literally be tracked for when you logged onto a website when you logged off of a website what your connection was who your ISP was um, there would be logs to say 
who you spoke to if you're on a service like IRC or something like that. It's always been tracked since the dawn of time. That's just how computers and work. Let, and let's be honest, a lot of this tracking is actually there for your benefit. So to be able to track the orders you previously placed is bloody useful. Mm-hmm. Being able to find stuff you've ordered in the past, like, oh, I need to order one of those again. What was it again? Oh, there's your order I ordered yeah. last time. That's you. People like those features. They have to be able to have a wish list. A lot of the tracking stuff is there to make your life easier. It's just also used by the site. Don't forget, all these people are there to make money. Oh, yeah, sure. But again, they don't care about who you are. No. They don't care about, they, they care about your profile, not your you personally. You are a so, number. You are data. You're just random bits of data. And this random bits of data likes buying, you know. So my machine, my Amazon profile can't... Goes profiles to me, it sends me up and says, Hey, do you want to buy these new Tassimo pods? Because it knows I've got a Tassimo. Yeah. Because I've bought pods off them, I've got I've bought the machine off them. Or someone you know has a Tassimo yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not. But I think that a lot of people get a little freaked out when so they say, Oh, the data is completely anonymous, and then all of a sudden they find that some certain data points can be tied together to find you mm. or people like you. And it's like, look, just get over it. Privacy is dead and yeah. has been for a long time. It's yeah, the way that computers are made. They've always tracked, you know, IPs, session lengths, stuff like that. You cannot get away from them unless you yeah. go fucking super hardcore proxies, yeah. VPNs, and all that. And even then, it only takes one cock up, one time to pollute the pool. Exactly. I mean, we talk. I mean. There's always like that, as you said. There's always a bad and good size to all this. Um, yeah, I was hearing a. I was listening to one of my science podcasts to They had a data scientist on there, and she was talking about how I think it was Target in America, like some big sort of store that sells bits of everything. I think it's Target who does that. Um, they sent this um, young girl a load of vouchers for baby care stuff, like new mother stuff. And her father found these, and he was furious at how Dave saying his daughter was stuff about baby care and new mother stuff, all stuff. So he goes and he storms and complains how they be dare saying this to his daughter, she's not pregnant, and so forth. She he went back and spoke to her afterwards, and she basically admitted that actually she was pregnant. And they, but they just by sheer by the fact that stuff she'd been looking at and purchasing. They treat oh yeah. she's probably pregnant. We better start saying vouchers for that sort of stuff. That is an example of it going wrong, but not necessarily maliciously wrong. No. That wasn't them deliberately trying to oust somebody. That was them trying to be helpful, it's, 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 but at the same the time same, getting money. It's the same profiling that we've had since, you know, the the Tesco, or was it like Tesco Club Card, Asda's, whatever. Yeah. They've, it's just changed form. It's just easier yeah. now quicker yeah. now um you know now it i get a notification it, yeah. when amazon's like hey you've bought loads of guitar shit we've got a sale right now on guitar strings do you want some guitar strings and that just pops up on my phone before yeah. i'd have to like sign up for a music store's membership thing like club card for discounts and stuff like that yeah not so much of a thing now it's been going no. on for ages just we've changed the form we've just changed oh. the way it looks we when, we when we had a loyalty card, um, I remember them saying, saying, being reading that, okay, we've had this order for several years. We know when people have bought real Christmas trees and when people have bought artificial Christmas trees because you can see it by the loyalty cards. 
All the people who bought real Christmas trees are going to get a voucher for a real Christmas tree, and the ones that are artificial are going to get a voucher for an artificial Christmas tree. And then, that's not, them, that's, them target, that is targeting those people, but it's not, again, I keep coming back to because I want this is a message that has to get through. It's not personal. It's, you hit a profile. You bought a real Christmas tree, I'll tell you going to buy another one. Have some vouchers. No. Anyway, yeah. I could hit on and on about this all yeah, day. Yeah, we're, so. we're sorry, we were off on a bit of a rant there. We went from people denying COVID <laughs> to yeah, I yeah, I could just go on about it. Just, can, I can just throw out there again with the, like the whole track and trace thing. People complain about the track and trace app. I don't, I haven't got it installed. I haven't. I don't go anywhere. All of my orders go from the internet anyway. Um, I only really used to leave the house for for walks and work. Um, you're carrying around a smartphone anyway. Yeah. I have track and trace installed. That's because I deal with the general public. And so mm. it's, it's, uh, I see it as a worth. Uh, if, I was going to say, do you not sorry, have to have it installed because you work with the general public? No. No, we no? can't have it installed. No. Ah. No, we've had nothing official required for it. I just have it installed just because most people I know, I know people have got it installed, mostly because I deal with the general public. So it makes sense to me that. If someone if someone walked to our building who had it, yeah, that would flag up and I'd get a warning about it. So I mean, again, at the end of the day, you know how the technology works. You're not really all that bothered by it. No, I'm not. I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. I was, I was like, I don't do anything dodgy online. You know, I don't go online. I don't. I don't do anything illegal online. I don't do anything like that. I not have any desire to. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm not bothered because the stuff they have on me is stuff that I'm happy to share anyway. Yeah. You know. Oh, this guy. We we we've, we've looked at your Facebook friend. It looks like you like sheep. Well, yes. They're well done. Congratulations. You know. You could ask me. I would have told you that. So I'm not too worried about the whole thing. So that's that's where I come down. And I, I when I I just get fed up, people go ah no. My data, ah. my freedoms, mate, my freedoms. So. <laughs> Look, so. I, like I say, I'm clinically insane, and I I do the whole privacy thing. I recommend people use other services, but I also say to people, you gotta be willing to put in the work because if not, it's a waste of time. You're gonna put so much effort in to try and stay <clears throat> anonymous online ain't gonna happen <laughs> um you're just gonna end up yeah. going insane so yeah. just think about it's, what you're doing pick a service you fucking like um and even if you are doing dodgy stuff online just i don't know rethink you your s- life choices yeah yeah exactly don't do anything don't be an idiot and do stuff illegal or do stuff online. i mean as, lo- as long as you are not literally breaking the law Go for it. Doesn't yeah. matter if you join BDSM forums and you know and stuff that's like that. Not, that's as, not against the law, but no, exa- but that's what I'm saying. Like as long as look, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you do. It's just when you start crossing those lines, that's when you got to worry. And in fairness, yeah. given the sheer number of people that aren't bothered about their privacy, the people who are are painting a huge target on the back. Mm. What are you hiding? Yeah. So. I know it's a, I know it's a bit of a lame argument, you know. If you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear. But so I do sort of like, but it's sort of true to a degree. Uh, it is to yeah. I mean, there's a difference between 
opening your entire life up because you've got nothing to hide. But there, it, there, there's a certain degree of truthfulness in that. But it doesn't mean you should be able to someone just be able to like just instantly. I don't think people should be able to just instantly delve straight into your privacy and find everything about you. I don't think the police should be able to just open up the back doors and see everything about you without any sort of process to get there. Agreed. I don't think that should be the case. But there is a certain degree of truth to nothing to hide, nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. So. Until the rules change and then you get steamrolled and you get disappeared. But that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. No. So until until you know, until something unless something really drastic happened, then to be fair, I think we've got bigger problems at that stage. So Yeah. Um so anyway, we really should move on from this because we otherwise we'll be here. We could mean you could go on for another hour. <laughs> we could be the conspiracy too. theorist podcast. But we could be, but, but we'd be the opposite conspiracy theory because most people say, "Oh, I wear my tinfoil hat, don't do this." We're like, "Ah, well. hey, I'll wear my tinfoil hat and still go, but get over it." Yeah, you know, it, it's just it's a thing. But Ram, mate, what have you been playing? I've been playing Pavlov VR. Oh right! Which, oh, the, which, is that uh, that's the one that you linked me to the other day? Yeah, but I, mate, I wanted to get it. But because I'm using a Quest, I need a, a USB um, a USB C cable, and I had the Oculus proper cable, the big old beefy one, so I'm not likely to pull my PC across the room or all of a sudden run and then fall over and knock myself out and smash yeah. everything in my room. I've lost it. Oh no! <laughs> I've actually lost it. So I was like, no, it's no PC char- VR it's, for me. It's probably charging a camera somewhere. Probably, actually, I think I gave it to Inky, and now I don't know where it is. Uh, <laughs> that was that was your mistake, there. You see. Um, no, I'm perfect, I, 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 I was like, I saw. Well, I need to sort my my, my VR headset needs to pay for itself. So I thought I need to get some VR games, and Powerful was on offer. And again, you know, for some reason, Steam decided that I might be interested in Pavlov. I have no idea how it figured that out. <laughs> I don't know what what it could be looking at to get that information. Cause it's I often wonder no why problem. Steam keeps offering me anime games. I don't get where it comes from. I don't get it. Is, is it the dodgy anime games? Oh, yeah. I love yeah, it. I mean, ones, uh, yeah. what the fuck, mate? <laughs> yeah. Why is it giving me this game? Like, you know, the anime girls and tentacle ga- tentacles. Why is it going to be that game? That sounds fantastic. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why Why is it offering me a bold deal for all the sequels? As I, as I no then idea. reach over for my bottle of lotion and tissues. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, uh, uh, no. So why was it? are you Ram- offering what that to me? So you have the tentacles, I have the Vic Milky machine. Is that what we're getting at this evening? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're saying oh, is we're both completely sick of the I really hope my mother really <laughs> never listens to this podcast. There, are, Well, yeah, your mum and there are other people who know about this thing, and I'm not yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sorry. Oh. If you didn't already realise by hanging out with me and Ram for about 15 minutes, we, were, we are totally off of our rockers. Yeah. So Self-inflicted. Pavlov! Yeah. Pavlov VR. It's a so I was all wondering because VR is great for shooting. That's really what it's good for, in my opinion. It's it's all it's, it because it lends itself to it because you know holding his hands. So Pavlov VR is a realist realistic air quotes um, shooter. Um, it's sort of it's sort of tried sort of replicates all the Rainbow Six esque thing, but probably slightly more towards a Call of Duty style. If I'm honest, it's all in that way. But it's not. T- it's, it's definitely not as arcade as Call of Duty, but it's not as super realistic as Rainbow Six is. 
Sure. Uh, well, that's pretty darn good. Uh, it's not a, shall we say, a super in-depth game. It's, it is meant to be played online with friends, you know, co-op matches, PvP. There's no real, there's no sort of single player to it at all. The closer you can get is basically you can set up a private match and activate bots to replace other players. And that's as close you're going to get to a single player get part of the game. That's as close you're going to get. And the bot AI is not great. But it's designed to be basically a realistic shooter. It's very neatly done, I will say. They've it's still got the the actual in-game stuff is pretty nicely, pretty nice fit. The guns are very well done. They look the part. They're very nicely modelled. You have to properly um, load them. So, for example, you'll have to if you want, you have to, to properly, you know, drop the mag, yeah, certainly mag, cock it. If only if you've run out of bullets, obviously. Which obviously other games I'll put in, but this is all like taking it to that little bit of degree that you have to properly process and it, and each gun works differently. Mm-hmm. So it replicates the gun work. So for example, um, a light machine gun, you have to clip the mag, you have to unclip the old mag, it won't release because there's no release button on the old The magazine won't just drop out. Mm-hmm. hasn't got a mag drop on it. It just, you have to actually pull it out. So you have to pull it out of your hand, fit the new one in, lift the top bit up, feed the bullets in, Pull it down and we cock it. You have to do it all properly, which is quite neat. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's all. When I it took me a while, it took, it took. There have been a few cases like, how the fuck do I reload this gun? Because this doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before. Right. I'm just, I'm just sat there in VR, grabbing random parts of it, thinking, does this come off? Is that the bit? Oh, that's the magazine. Right. Okay. Where's the cocking lever on this gun? Is that where you grab it by the barrel and swing it around like a baseball bat? Yeah, you can shoot yourself in this game as well. Which is <laughs> The first one I did, I picked up a revolver, and I thought, I wonder, bang. And I just saw this massive blood spat on the wall behind me, and I was dead. So, That's... But one it's, second. It's, thank you. That, oh, look, let's face it, in every VR game with a gun, at some point you try and shoot yourself to see if it works. We did in, we did in Killing Floor. Yeah, it didn't work in Killing Floor, I don't think. No. Yeah. We couldn't this even game, stab each other. No. This, you tried. Oh, this, oh, you'll like. You'll like. You'll like this. This game has got one use only knives in it. You get Wait. a combat knife out. You stab somebody. It disappears. Wait. But yeah, I can't figure that one out either. What happened to my knife? Yeah. So like you stab like, where's, where's my knife gun? So, but it's like it's, it, the guns are really detailed. So the P ninety, so the real life P ninety has a clear magazine, so you can see the bullets in it. They do that in this game as well, so you can literally glance at the magazine, see how many bullets you've got left in your in the in the gun. That's an easy little detail just to put in there. It's, Sorry, it's you said P ninety, and all of a sudden my brain went, "I love that gun." <laughs> you, you would like it in this game as well, then, because literally, I literally like, oh, just, you just glance, you can literally just glance down and see how many rounds you got. It's got the old, you know, two hands to like make it more accurate. It, it properly enforces that. If you only got one hand on the gun. Yeah, and then pull the trigger. You will just fly everywhere. But it, there's also it doesn't have any notion of how close the controllers are to each other. So if you move the same controller up, hit the grab button, and put aside, but keep hold the grab button. As far as it's concerned, you've still got hold of that gun in two hands. Oh wow! And then, yeah, and then you can just aim it like normally. But it feels wrong doing that. It doesn't feel like balance. You have to sort. I do find myself putting both hands in order and aiming with it. Sure. Um, really. As I said, the guns are fantastic. Really, big selection of them. 
um, you know, proper sort of bolts. And as uh, a little detail I spotted, so the um, there's, it has the um, Arctic Magnum sniper rifle, the British L. I think it's called the L8. I think it's the L84. Well, I think something. I can't remember the nation British Army. I've got an airsoft version of it. That's got a little, little interesting feature of it. Is the back pin on the real gun sticks slightly out the back of the bolt. Mm. So when there's a bullet loaded, the pin sticks out. You can see you've got a bullet loaded. When it's fired, there's a bullet in the chamber. It's it's, it's recessed in. You can't see it anymore. It drops back in. So it's a little visual, quick individual indicator if you've made sure you've got a bullet loaded into the gun. Yeah. That works in this as well. They've actually modelled that. So when you've got a bullet in the gun, they've, they've clearly spent a lot of time and detail getting these right. So they feel when they work right and quite fun. Um, so I said, I've been playing it because I've just saw picked up to death. I saw like, sort of play it off and on. And I went, obviously, just sort of like, there's a, like, there, there's off, there's offline, there's online. The offline basically is, a, a training, uh, a kill house, um, and a uh, like a shooting range, right? And that's that's basically I've seen the, the shooting range. Yeah, that's basically it. That's all your offline stuff you've got. Um, the kill house is very straightforward. Run through and just get as high a score for as quick as you can, harsh as you can. I, that was actually quite fun, just doing that, just running around in the field, just running around the kill house again and again and again, just seeing how high I'd get round, how many points I could get, mm-hmm. um, and I also gave a chance to try out the various guns and sort of get used to some of the more old, older type guns out there. Um, the maps are all pretty small, so it doesn't really lend itself. So guns and scopes and don't really lend themselves very well to the most of the maps because they are pretty small. Um, so. You want if you want to play online, you haven't got a lot of choice. Though, as I said, basically, there is not really a great deal of choice. You have co-op and you have PvP. So co-op, they've got like a zombie mode in it, which I didn't realize was a zombie mode until I was going to say I didn't even realize there was a co-op mode. I just thought it was PvP only. No, there's a co-op mode on it. Oh wow! Yeah, they added that uh, an update last year. Uh, But yeah, it's a zombie survival mode. So you play co-op and then literally you just get hordes of zombies and waves of zombies come after you. Um, I didn't realise that. I rode into co-op mode thinking it was just going to... Because like, oh, it didn't say anything. I just thought, well, I, I'm i in this game. It's just going to be an empty room. Perhaps I'll just wander around. I was not expecting to find anybody. And then this zombie appeared and came at me. I was like, fuck! I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Clean shorts what? moment. <laughs> what a, I, I'm, I'm expecting someone with a gun. Not someone, not this half-naked old bloke running at me with, with flailing arms. I would I, say I, that's more terrifying than anyone running yeah. at you with a gun. And I, I, dro- I dropped my gun. <laughs> I dropped my gun at that point, but these guns don't come back to your holster like most FPS of these so games. You have to pick it up. You actually have to pick. Yeah, it up. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't realize what I'd done, and I like I'm running away, and I look. Where's the fuck's my gun? <laughs> I just see like, it on this there on the floor. He's like, oh yeah, shit. shit. So there's me, sort of sprinting outside rooms, all dodging down to pick this gun up, and just trying to shoot these zombies. So, that, you have got, mate, yeah. now next time that's on sale, I've got to get it. Yeah, <laughs> just, so, just for. Yeah, just for the comedy value. Yeah, has got. I will say the control scheme is a little bit backwards in that it doesn't work quite as you expect. So to so most games with the reload mechanic, at least what I've played, you grip your gun in your left hand, and you've also got the trigger in your left. It's like grip your gun in your right hand, trigger in the right hand. You can switch in this game between left and right-handed if you want. 
Okay. And then to pick a magazine up, you usually grab it with your grip button and insert it. On this game, it's the trigger button that grips the magazine to insert it. Okay. That really threw off my muscle memory because I kept trying to pick the grab button and I create print the wrong button to grab the magazine. It's like, where's why have I got a magazine in my hand? Oh, wrong button again. Pick it up, insert it, reload. Yeah. Um, so after the shock of the cult mission, I said, okay. Um, so what I did, I launched a PvP mission and I just basically set to private and for the bots up for I'm just gonna blast the bots. There's something quite fun about just running around blasting bots. Yeah. You know, you know, there's no sort of like if you fuck up and do bad, it doesn't really matter. It's just sort of if for harmless fun. I used to do it all the time in Deathmatch. I said it's deathmatch. You've got your usual modes, you know, you've got you know, I've got um there's like a search destroy mode, there's a deathmatch, team deathmatch, king of the hill, uh there's a um uh, gun games got gun game in it as well, and a World War Two version of gun games because they've now added a load of World War Two weapons into it. As well. I did see that. I did see there had been an update for World War Two stuff. Mm. Yeah, World War Two stuff's quite fun. So, yeah, I mean, as you'd expect, you could pick a map, load it in. There isn't a lot of options with the server, at least not, at least not on that screen where you create it. This, you basically pick a map, pick what type of game it's going to be. Uh, pick whether the team's randomised or whether people can select teams. And then you pick if it's a private game, if you allow friends, and if you have bots. And that's it. That's all the range of options. There's no option to pick like how long the round's going to last. You know, you can't set it to a pre-designed type kill limit. Or There's no options like that at all. It's very basic in that regards. Uh, as it is, it's simply whoever has the highest number of kills wins in a time frame. I don't know. It feels like about five minutes. Right. feels like so maps load up um, maps or there's a fair amount of variety some of the maps are clearly based on Counter-Strike there's one called Sands which is clearly DE Dust mm-hmm. right down to the A and B signage <laughs> and there's another one um, which is clearly based on CS Italy so there's clearly they're not they're not copies of copies but they're definitely they're spiritually spiritually descended from um, so the base maps you've got, you've got um, like a bridge, which is big, long, open, expansive bridge, and you spawn either. So that's also designed for team games because you spawn either end. Yeah. Um, you've got one that's like, say, it's turned amongst a lot of shipping containers, which is quite fun because it's got like a nice inside bit and outside bit. Um, you've got one set, before mentioned Sands. You've got one that's set in a data center, which is, like, again, quite quite compact, which is quite neat. There's nothing quite like stream bots between a launch of servers. Um, you've got one that sets in um, Siberia, like a gulag-type place. And I can't remember the others off the top of my head. Uh, so you've got the aforementioned Dust, you've got the aforementioned Italy one. Um, and that's all I can off the top of my head. Um, but they, they're all very favourite. Oh, there's a Stalingrad. That's quite fun. Actually, I will give someone a shout-out, because that's a re- they've really made this... It feels really like an actual war-torn place and it's 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 really open yeah so it really favors snipers given that most weapons you've got are not very good up close at uh, 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 long range it really when you do get along so the way their deathmatch works is you get randomly spawned in with a weapon and it's randomized yeah so you could start that you could start deathmatch with a pistol or you could start with a light machine gun or you could be in like a really tight match and get given about like 50 
And that's that's an interesting experience. As now I got spawned, like, oh shit, I've got this heavy duty like sniper rifle. Just find another bot, shoot them, and immediately drop and pick up their weapon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, if you're really lucky, you get spawned with machine with the mic machine gun because that's basically just overkill at that point. Just, you know, just you've got the rounds, you just throw what you need at people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was only spawned in, um, and I said I pl- I decide to play against bots because I hate people. Um, <laughs> And the bot AI is pretty bad. Um, sometimes it feels it, the bot basically the AI bots they don't really take cover or anything. They basically just run and shoot at you, but they have a nice a nice habit of forgetting you're there. So a bot will shoot at you and then just walk past you like you're not there anymore, and it's forgotten you exist. And you'll often come across. I know it seems like when they kill you, they just like, oh, I've done my job now. I'm just going to stand here. Because several times I got killed. If I got killed by one, I'd respawn, go to where I was, and I'd just be standing there, just look looking to the distance, and I could just shoot it. So the bet IA is pretty poor. However, there's enough of them that that sort of counter it because it's still that little bit of there's enough fun. It's, and it's sometimes it's fun just mulling through loads of really shitty enemies. Some of it's fun when you're like if you're getting like five or six kills every time, and then for eventually you want the manager whittle you down. That's something that's quite fun, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, no, I, um, I get that. Yeah, so I was yeah I was having I I, I played for each of the maps today, um, just to give them all a go. Um, I will say that's a little buggy. I'd say I the game didn't crash, but I got kicked out of the game. Basically, I several times I'd start the server. Or create the server, then launch it, and the game would hang, and then it'd say you've been disconnected. And it wouldn't disconnect once I was in. It'd be like, whereas it's trying to launch it, it'd disconnect me. Uh, that happened about that happened about three or four times, which when you've only got about sort of a dozen maps to go through, isn't a great situation. Mm-hmm. So it's quite bad in that regard. Um, but other than that, it's been it's it's actually been a really fun experience. I really I really want to play it. I really want to just uh, we need to convince Saber to get himself a VR headset. <laughs> and, I, I uh, could sense uh, that one coming. Yeah, and you did find your cable because I really want to just. I think we'll have great fun doing a team deathmatch like as three v all over, all the bots and just go up against it. Or we might even brave playing against other players, mm-hmm. and we can just go up against it and just. I think that'd be hilariously fun. I was going to say, playing against other players, I've I've heard the player base in that game are pretty aggressive. I can believe it. And I think if I play against other players, I'd be absolutely trounced because I am not very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the, the sprint functionality is push down the left analog stick and push forward. Yeah. I hate that because it's so easy just to let a little bit of pressure off and you're no longer sprinting. Yeah, you know, you know, give me a sprint button. Uh, I I don't like that, and I'm just not. And it is it's a game. It's the first game I played that I don't know if it runs on if you need a cable to run on Quest or whether it will just run on Quest by itself. Um, oh, I it's don't def- know to be honest. Yeah, it's definitely one of the games where you really notice you've got a cable attached because um, you can't spin and turn quite that quickly, and you need to sort of be able to a bit when they're when it's you're up against fast paced, you know, when you're playing against a game, I say the reason I say it's, it's close to Cordy than in Smoke is that it's not one shot kill. It's if you get a headshot, you're dead, but you can absorb quite a few rounds from a assault rifle before you're on the ground dead. 
so it's not quite that harsh. Um, I mean, certain, obviously, certain weapon. I mean, when I shoot somebody with a heavy sniper rifle, they don't die immediately. Mm. In my mind, that's not a... The odds of you surviving a shot from, a, say, a, a 50 caliber sniper rifle... Yeah. When I can shoot someone six times with a Desert Eagle and they don't die, that's, to me, that's not... That's saying to me, that's not that's not what that sort of life, quite level of realism. Um, but I, I... Yeah, I would love for us to get together and have a game. Or if you find your cable, we need mainly at least have a co-op on this game because it's 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 one of those games which gives them the fun just to blast around with your mates and not worry too much about it. Just have a little blast around, have a little bit of fun, and sounds like a plan, man. I mean, uh, right. what I'll do is I'll launch the Quest Store later and see if there is a Quest version, and if it's if it has a Quest version, is it cross-play? Um, yeah, I was going to say make sure it's cross-play. Um, so and because uh, it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm playing less and less PC VR. Yeah. In fact, I've barely touched PC VR since I got a Quest just because I don't like that cable. I fucking hate having a cable hanging off my head. I can tell it's there. It's easy to trip the fuck over. And it's just not... It ruins the experience. It breaks my immersion somewhat. Yeah. Uh, I would much rather play a lower quality graphically game where I'm completely untethered and can run around and you know do whatever than have this big old long cable hanging off the back of my head and and yeah. uh, occasionally kind of find that I can't turn in a certain direction without choking myself out or yeah, something. Yeah, you have to do the little cable, you have to do a little VR dance where you have to sort of do this little spin on the spot to unravel yourself. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I totally get that. Is, that is one of the big downsized to VR, but until until you get to the stage where they can transmit video fast enough that you can have your onboard your a dedicated graphics card doing the heavy lifting, but they're transmitting the stuff to the Admittedly, VR. Admittedly you can already do that on the quest. But how good is it? How is it? It, uh, most people with quests do wireless VR. Okay. So, so, is it, so it might be worth trying this game then, maybe. I have tried it before, but that's when I had uh, I was playing with different hardware and um, my janky Wi-Fi router. Um, when I have used wireless VR and it's worked, it's been great. Um, but then I like some of the hiccups. I've had the same kind of hiccups by using a cable to my Quest. Yeah. Uh, just more frequently. But um, but I think when... Because right now you actually have to sideload an app and run another app on your computer and um, and do some bits and bobs to get wireless VR to work on Quest. When Facebook and Oculus implement their own method, uh, I think wireless VR is going to be fantastic. Yeah. What's the latency like? It's not. It's not actually that bad, to be honest. It is worse than if I was wired, but not by a huge amount. Yeah. Um, as long as you're running on five gigahertz Wi-Fi, it's not actually that big of a deal. And in the grand scheme of things, uh, <laughs> the Quest you could actually run the original Quest in wired mode using USB two. They were adamant you needed USB three, but it actually turns out that. The only real difference between USB 2 and USB 3 was that there was a little bit more latency. And even though um, 
Oh, fuck, what's his name? The Doom guy. I forgot now. Oh, uh... Sacrilege. Oh. John Carmack? That's, uh... Yes. Yes. Um, even he's gone on record as saying, it ain't that bad running on USB 2. So Wi-Fi is going to be about the same. It's just literally, I reckon, jitter. Yeah. It's going to be your main problem. I suspect the reason they said it really needs to be on USB 3 is probably because they just to head off the people saying, oh, I played it. It says it runs on USB 2, but there's, 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 a, there's a latency that I can tell. I can feel it. Yeah, but you can feel so it even you can feel it even on USB three. But what I'm saying is, it's heading off that complaint, isn't it? By saying, "Oh, don't use it on the USB 2. I You're suppose off that complaint in advance. I, more, so I think more people more people were happy when they found out they could use USB two. Yeah. To be fair, because USB two cables are you can get them long and cheap. The yeah. USB the official USB three C cable for the Quest was nearly eighty quid. I think. Mm. Um. You can get cheaper cables for about twenty to forty quid on Amazon, uh, but you know, really, I mean, there was a long cable for the original Quest in the box that some people were using for PC VR, uh, and Oculus took that away with the Quest Two. So I mean, the latency weren't that bad, and I think more people no. were complaining about the price of the Oculus cable versus. Is is that why the Quest was a hundred quid cheaper? Fucking yeah, because the cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. They they never sold. Uh, they never sold the Quest with the official cable, the official USB three cable. Hmm. That was always an optional extra. So, but when you find out that the, the USB two cable in the box was kind of long enough and pretty good for PC VR, why the fuck would people buy your really expensive USB three cable? Yeah. Because the official was. Yeah, well, I've got an official USB 2 cable. Suck my dick, Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> my official USB 2 as officially approved by the USB Standards Authority. And there you go. Magic. But I, cool. I, if I can get... If I sort out wireless VR again, I'll give it a few test runs and I'll, I'll take a crack at it. So I, don't, I don't like playing games... I don't like playing shooting, like shooters or stuff like that with a cable on the back of my head. I just fucking no. hate it. It's terrible. It, it is noticeable. I mean, luckily, because the bots are so stupid, it doesn't hinder you too much because the bots are generally so... Uh, you're not gonna, whereas if you're against other players, I think you'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm dead again because the bloody cable got in the way. you get... There'd be quite a lot of that. I think you'd find because... Well, as long as you're playing against bots, it doesn't really matter because they're stupid enough that you can get away with it. Sure. So. Cool. Cool. What have you been up to then, Skaz? Um, oh, mate, I've had a bit of a brain fart, you know. A uh, couple games, though. Uh, one I completely forgot was coming. And one you haven't been able to buy in about 50 years. Okay. So, the game that I completely forgot was coming. I've already spoken about it before. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game. Oh, I. So, it's a... Uh, a 2D um, pixel art side scroll, a stylized pixel art side scroll and beat 'em up uh, yeah. in the vein of like Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, um, Final Fight, stuff like that, where 
you're this like overpowered character and you walk down the street and you beat the shit out of everything that comes at you and they really stand very little chance to beat you. Um, a game like that, based in the Scott Pilgrim universe, so you're, you know... Yeah. Um, is it based on the comic or the film? Both, because the film is based on the comic, which is actually pretty close to the, well, yeah. the graphic novel. There's a, there's a few minor changes, isn't there? Between yeah, the there's, a, there's a few, but not a huge amount. And I mean, at the end of the day, if I remember rightly, the film actually came out before the series was finished. And uh, was it Edgar Wright? Yeah. Who was the director of uh, Scott Pilgrim? Uh, he was already working with Brian Lee O'Malley as the books were being written. Like, before they'd got anywhere near to finishing it, he was already like, yeah, let's make a film of this. This is fucking cool. Um, and then they made the they made the game, which was a bit... The game wasn't bad, but the development cycle of it was a bit... Uh, there was... At one point, it didn't look like it was going to come out. Then they changed studios. Then it came out, and it was actually really fucking good. Um, and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the game disappeared. And I noticed that a lot of Scott Pilgrim stuff disappeared. I mean, like, you could still buy the film. I think you could still get the books if you looked for them. But the game just up and disappeared. And I imagine it was a licensing issue. That's what, that's what screams, isn't it? Licensing issue. And so I don't even think you could buy the soundtrack Amazon, for the game Amazon either. Amazon had the Scott Pilgrim film on it until I think, I think it came off Amazon about August this year. Oh really? So it says it's yeah. gone now, is it? Because I, I'm, yeah, I think so. Well, I'm sure I watched it when it was like last chance to watch type thing. It was on. I saw on the last. I always got the last chance to watch, but on Amazon Prime, it's like, oh, that was on there. I thought oh, I'll watch that before it goes off. Mm-hmm. I think it was on that. I might. It might. I might be misremembering that. To be fair, but I think that's where I caught up. Caught it up on there. Are we excited? Um, I keep forgetting that. Like they now do that with um, Netflix as well, don't they? Like this film's going to be on here until whatever date. Whenever we we were gonna watch, um, I've gone and forgot the film now. Equalizer two, and then the d- very day we went to go and watch it, it disappeared. Um, but yeah, it, it 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 looked like there was a licensing thing going on, and it just disappeared. I mean, they had card games, they had uh, like you know card games, board games, books, uh, music. You know, uh, CD soundtracks, the film, uh, for all this stuff. And then out of nowhere, it just kind of started to go away. The game went away. It got completely pulled from, I think this was on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 back in the day. And it got just gone. If you didn't already have it, you couldn't buy it. Um, I don't know if it was still available to re-download if you deleted it off your machine. Usually it is, but sometimes that isn't always a thing so with your digital purchases if you really like them keep them i was one of the people that still had it on playstation 3 so i've always been able to play it um but the annoying thing with that was that it turns out the dlc had gone too i hadn't bought it and the dlc was the online multiplayer oh anyway uh this year i believe is the 10th anniversary of the game the only reason I say that is because it actually comes up when you launch the Stadia version of Hey mate, fucking to celebrate this is the look the game is back. This is the 10 year anniversary of Scott Pilgrim versus the World the game and 
to celebrate we're including all of the DLC from the, the original release. It's like, can you really call it a te- I mean, you can, because it's based obviously on release date to now. Like, you don't celebrate an anniversary of a war only if the war continues kind of thing, or the start of the war. Yeah. Because, uh, But the game hasn't been on shelves for an entire console generation. It's not like people have just been able to buy this game for the last decade. So can't you just say it's the, you know, the triumphant re-release of, you know, the fan favourite, Scott, rather than saying, because it's the 10-year anniversary of a game that people haven't been able to buy in fucking ancient time. Anyway, they've re-released it, and it's actually pretty fucking good. Now people who wanted to play the game but couldn't, can. No more sideload naps, hacking consoles, dodgy downloads. You can buy the game. And now you can play the joy that is the side-scrolling beat-em-up Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game. You can now play as Scott Pilgrim. So the original character roster was Scott Pilgrim, uh, Stephen Stills, um, Kim Pine... Shit, I've gone and forgot. Oh, uh, Ramona Flowers. How the fuck can I forget Ramona Flowers? The additional characters are Wallace Wells, Scott's roommate, and Knives Chow, uh, Scott's original love interest in the in the film. And it's got the online multiplayer and all that tacked in too. Fantastic. You kind of need it in this day and age, especially with the whole uh, Rona that doesn't exist. So you can actually yeah. play with other players. You can play four-player local. And as I say, the groove is it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up with a chiptune soundtrack uh, with an interesting twist in that as you go through and beat the shit out of enemies, you level up. And as you beat enemies, they drop money, which you can eventually use to buy healing items because you can walk into shops, some shops. Um... Or you can buy character upgrades, like make Scott stronger, make his attack more powerful, make his special more powerful, unlock new moves, things like that. Um, It's nice to see it back. It's fun. Hmm. Uh, It's 12 quid on uh, Switch and Stadia. I think it's on the Epic Game Store. I don't know if it's on Steam for about the same price. If you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim, it's worth it. If you like side-scrolling beat-em-ups, it's worth it. Um, Showing us age a bit. Well, yeah. But it's worth it. Uh, So have they they done anything to it at all? Have they made any proofs of the graphics at all? No, it's it's literally... it's It's all pixel art. I can't remember the studio who have redone it. I don't even know if they were the original studio that did it to so begin with. So it's just a game of all the DLCs. It's basically the, what we in old days past called the Game of the Year edition. Yeah. 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 I, I'll give you a Scott Pilgrim Amazon update. I just checked. It is not on Amazon Prime Video, but it is available to rent. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you can so still buy it. So it's not what... And you can buy it on Amazon as well. Sure. So you can't... So I, what well, I must have watched it before. Went from Amazon Prime free to the rent version, but it's still available to rent. Sure. So I was going to say I've actually got a digital copy on uh, Google Play Movies, so I can just watch it on YouTube or on my phone. Um, yeah. Or watch it on YouTube through my phone or whatever. But you know, um, 
I, I like having a copy of the film. I've, I've got it on DVD and, and Blu-ray and that too. I've got the soundtracks for it. I quite like the Scott Pilgrim universe. I've read the books. It's, it's a neat little goofy series where a bloke falls in love with a girl, but one of her ex-boyfriends decides that for him to prove himself, he has to beat every single one of her evil ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Like she's property or something. But hey, you know. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it, to me, I mean, to me, I watched it. My first thought was he's a bit of a dick. Oh yeah, Scott is yeah, a bit of a dick. He, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna start. Oh, actually, this girl, I'm all with my girlfriend. Actually, I quite fancy this other girl. I'm just gonna just like start going around and not tell my other one. Yeah, That's, he's he's a bit of a dick. But other than that, it's a fun film. It's just it's a fun, silly film. It's got beautiful special effects in it. Yep. It's it's I watched as I watched this year. It's it's just fun. It's silly. It knows it's silly. It doesn't care. I mean, I still find the the vegan bit the funniest bit. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> Todd Ingram, the bass player. Yeah, for um, he can like levitate because he's a vegan because he's got special powers. Yeah, that's it. That's gets, it. And, and then the vegan police turn up and take him off him. Yeah, because it turns out that well, you'll have to watch to to yeah. get it. But as long as you're a vegan, you get special powers and yeah. apparently become an arrogant dickhead true to real life i was just uh, saying that, that's that's fairly re- realistic what you're complaining about there yeah yeah mm. Mm. oh so dietary choices oh. lame but it's it's it is a fun film it is a fun universe i do recommend people check out the books i recommend people give the game a go it's more in the art style of the books than the than anything else really um mm. But it's, it's, it's nice. The soundtrack is by Anamanaguchi. Uh, I can't remember if that was actually pulled from stores, but I, if it was, I'm hoping that comes back too, because that was pretty good. Uh, so I was like, uh, rock with chiptune. Uh, slapped him. And yeah, it's, it's, it's neat. It's goofy. It's fun. It's now about, because my kids have been asking for ages, Dad, can we play Scott Pilgrim? I'm like, oh. That means I have to go and get the fucking PlayStation 3 out. Like, that's hard work. I have to go and get the PlayStation and hook that up so that you can play a game for a couple of hours and then you're never going to play it again. Now, I can say, kids, do you want your own copy of Scott Program? Yeah? Bugger off and go play it then. Yeah. Fuck um, off and leave, leave me to play my other game. Yeah, let me play Scott Program on my console. Leave me alone. I don't <laughs> you know? Um, but it's, it's... Like I said, it just is nice to see it come back. I just... I wish it hadn't have gone to start with. Um, yeah, you're right. There must have been some licensing problem that caused it because that's usually the only reason stuff disappears for any length of time is usually some licensing issue. Licensing agreements do my nutting. I understand them, but they do my bloody nutting. Which yeah. leads me on to game the second, Legend of Korra, a game developed by Platinum Games of uh, Bayonetta fame. Uh, one of Bard's personal favourites. I've actually seen you play this game. Who are? So I um, was watching your stream. It's so Platinum Studios basically did. Uh, people know them for Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, um, Wonderful One Hundred and One, uh, and then some other stuff that has just gone and slipped my mind. But basically, originally, Bayonetta is very much Devil May Cry with a chick. Yeah. So, hardcore running around, big combos, punching things in the face, really flamboyant, yeah. over-the-top action sequences. 
isn't the guy who runs Planet, like Head Planets, wasn't he the designer on Death I Mate think Cry? he might have had something to do with it. I just I don't remember his exact involvement, so I'm not gonna say anything there, but um yeah. they're they're most known for Bayonetta. I love Bayonetta, although I will say that's another one that hasn't aged particularly well. Um Bayonetta 3 is coming out soon, by the way. Woo! Uh, Platinum after Bayonetta, they signed a deal with Nintendo to do Bayonetta 2 for the Wii U. Fantastic game. But obviously the Wii U was a flop. They also signed up to do a bunch of licensed titles. Transformers, Turtles, and The Legend of Korra. And somehow, I don't know quite how, they managed to lose the licensing for all fucking three. So they make the game, they release them, and they don't stick around very long. Because I do believe all three of them have been pulled off all digital stores. Great. So Platinum found themselves in a bit of a stitch. So this is your theme this week, is games that get pulled. Yeah, li- like licensing issues. I didn't realise that until I started playing Scott Pilgrim the other day. Um, but So like Platinum almost went bankrupt. And if it wasn't for uh, Near Autonoma, they would have probably gone bust. Because I, I just remembered they actually did, they did Near Autonoma as well. Very as we pretty, know, over as, the top. Uh, very stylised game, much like Batman. Middlewise's his favourite game. He's Let, played that in depth. That's... Everyone plays that game to the end. Everyone plays all endings. They have to, right? Because otherwise... <laughs> Obviously, might make a fool of themselves but come on podcasts and say and, and say how one and saying about it. So it's a great game, but only played one one story mode. <laughs> Bless. Bless. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I'll tell you what. Sorry, Middlemeister. It, I'll, no, I'll tell you what. I'll, go, I'll give Middlemeister something here. The game was actually all right. Just because I knew Nier's story, original Nier which is getting a remake, by the way. Um, like, a lot of people who played Autonoma had no fucking idea where it came from. And so that kind of irked me a little bit. They didn't know any of the backstory. But, whatever. Um, and I, I tend to think, I can't remember the guy who makes um, the Nier series, Drakengard and, and Nier. Um, I think his games are over the top tat. So... I kind of instantly, I instantly knock his games down a couple points every time he releases a new one. Uh, but if it weren't for near Platinum would have been gone. Anyway, oh, th- I say Platinum would have been gone. Platinum have said that if it weren't for near, they were in a bit of a bind. So I've been watching the Avatar series with my wife again recently. Um, Avatar started with Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, which is a, a Nickelodeon cartoon uh, about a young boy who is... Th- so, do you know anything about the Avatar universe, Ram? Uh, is it, uh, for uh, bits and pieces, I know basically they are people who are born who have the ability to manipulate the, like, fun- the old school fundamental elements like air, earth, fire, water. Yeah. They can... Like, they can control them almost as it were and like make them do things and they call it bending which is highly amusing if you're a British person watching it it's fantastic um, I've made many a joke yeah 
Yeah, I, I apparently when the film was out, I know people were saying that the cinema, everybody saw Giggle in the cinema and they was like, I heard your father was a bender and stuff like that. Was <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't forget, so, mate, the Avatar is the ultimate bender. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate bender. And it's like, yeah, you should have such. I know the the main guys are called Agzug, Azog. Ang, Ang. Ang. I never go with an A. And it's, it's a double A, isn't it? It's A-A-A-N-G, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And hasn't he got like an arrow on his forehead? Yes. Yeah. That's basically my knowledge of Avatar The Last End, Bernard. Right. So thank you for basically... Because it is right. Ram's right. So in um, Avatar The Last Airbender, the character Aang is the last airbender. Every generation, the Avatar is born into another tribe or another element. But the Avatar is able to control every element. Um, the trick is the Fire Nation want the Avatar fucking gone because they want to dominate the world. So they wipe out. They know the Avatar is going to be in the Air Nation next. Or the Air, become part of the Air Nomads next. So they wipe them the fuck out so they can try and break the cycle. But they miss one. And he's frozen in time for a hundred years. What are the odds? That's crazy, isn't it? The Avatar somehow survived. Okay, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, we called everyone. The one we missed was the fucking one we wanted. Rather than assuming that they'd actually killed the Avatar, they kept looking for the Avatar. Anyway, Avatar Aang becomes... He gets freed. He travels the world to save people from random life problems with the power of bending um, and learns how to become... Or learns all the different kinds of bending. And then, you know, with the idea to be able to take on the Fire Lord at his peak and all that kind of fluff. Anyway, Legend of Korra follows. Aang dies. And the, uh, you know, the the Avatar becomes a member of the Water Tribe. Aang has had children. There are a few more airbenders about, but not many of them. The world has moved on. We've gone from like kind of a an ancient e. I mean, how would you describe the the world of the Avatar, Nick? It looks like, for what I was watching of your thing, it looks like sort of like at the at the cusp between medieval and start of industrial revolution. Yeah. So by Legend of Korra, we've gone from like medieval to kind of the industrial revolution. People are getting cars and a little bit further, but we're getting cars and trains and, and things like that powered by bending and magic and all that shit. Um, you get to see all the progression that has been made since all of the nations have come together. That was the idea of the Avatar and, and um, Avatar The Last Airbender to, to unify all of the people and go, look, let's stop fighting each other and share our skills and make the world a better place. Bam, Legend of Korra, Make the world a better place. Um, the game, you play as Avatar Korra, uh, plays very much like Bayonetta, so flamboyant, big combos, um, you know, dodging slows down time, co- uh, 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 counter mechanics where you have to time your dodges to uh, reflect attacks and things like that. Really, I noticed it's a really awkward one to explain. Really simple controls, but really awkward to explain how it all works. Um, if you've played a Platinum game before, Bayonetta, Nier, um, those other ones that I mentioned earlier, they pretty much play the same kind of groove. If you play Devil May Cry, it's the same kind of stick here. 
um, run through a level. Levels are split into zones. Depending on how fast you do it, how much damage you do, how big the combos were, you get different medals, more points rewarded to unlock items. All good fun. If you like button mash and fun, um, good times. You can practice over and over again to, to get better, better runs, better scores, more points. Advance your combos and actually learn the mechanics so that you can just basically string people to death. But you were saying... I'll say I I know it seems quite a tough game because I know you died quite often when I was watching your stream. Uh, yeah, I was a bit of an idiot and I actually forgot to equip half of the items in the game, so I oh. didn't I didn't buy any items from the item shop until the last two levels of the game, and oh. those are quite useful because one of them regenerates your health, um, other ones will give you more higher attack power, uh, more health. And, st- and I, I had none of them. I didn't buy any healing items or, or anything like that. So I got fucked up a lot. Um, but it was, it, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the game, because <sighs> they lost the license for it. It got pulled off Steam. And really the only way you can seemingly get it over the last few years is to buy it from a key site where someone is charging you like 150 quid for a game that only I think it was only worth like somewhere between 10 and 30 quid um but I recently found a copy on the cheap and I grabbed it because I, I like I said I quite like the Avatar series and the, the game has its own unique story it takes place between um like the Water Tribe Civil War and fuck me, I've gone and forgot what comes next. But it, to get the full story of the Avatar, you have to play that game too. And I feel it's a bit of a shame that because of licensing, a lot of people aren't going to be able to play it. No. Um, it is fun if you like button mash and platinum games. Graphically, it's in a, a cell-shaded anime style. The music follows on from the from the series, so that's pretty nice. Uh, and the story basically is that there is a a chi blocker who can block people's bending power. There's a couple of those in the latest series of Avatar Korra. Um, but this random old bloke just turns up out of nowhere, ambushes Cora, takes away all of her bending, and all she can do is fist things. I'm going to say it's fisting things rather than fighting things because we're calling people benders. I was going to uh, say, you're one whole gourmet here, aren't you? It's, uh, it's good times. But the idea is that you go through each level and try to get your bending back. So you start off going to the air temple and unlock your water bending. I don't know why the fuck you do that at the air temple. Uh, then you unlock earth bending by practicing, is it uh, the dodge counter mechanic? So earth bending comes in as one of the last parts of the tutorial. Uh, then you unlock fire bending and then air bending. And as you use your bending, they level up and become stronger. You can do bigger combos, unlock more moves. Um, hopefully buy extra moves from the shop if you don't forget and just have a right old time. And if you level them up, if you go through the game again, your bending skills stay leveled up from what I understand. 
or maybe the items you buy from the shop carry over. I'm not entirely sure which yet. But the game's like, you can start on casual, so you can just enjoy the story. Um, uh, then go on normal, and then there's like this hardcore mode. And it's 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 neat. But I, like I said, I feel really sad that the license got pulled. No, um, so I watched, I watched it there. It looked, it looked quite fun what you were playing the other day, so... Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't really know how to to explain it. Just imagine Bayonetta with a uh, with an avatar skin. And if you like Bayonetta and you like the avatar, it's really a, a no brainer to play it. But it's yeah. not worth 150 quid that people are selling it for. So I have a tip. Look for Legend of Korra on Amazon. And every now and then, you will find a PC Steam key go for sale on Amazon for 11. Pounds ish. Usually not much more than that. If you want to be a dick, you could then buy it and sell it on a CD key site. So there you go, you've got a nice way to make some money. Or if you want to be cool, buy the game and play it. <laughs> be a fan, buy the game, play it. Because everything else gets scalped these days. Um I don't know how Amazon keeps getting keys, but they do every now and then once in a blue moon. Or be a real dick, buy it, redeem the key, and refund it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, and, and you know, buy the game and, and enjoy it. It's a fun little series um, with a fun little game, kind of like Scott Pilgrim, that was unfortunately cut short because of shitty licensing agreements. Um, I really enjoyed it. You know, I said the other day, I'm not really enjoying games that much. This game came out in 2014. It turns out, yeah, I'm not looking forward to anything coming up, but fuck me, there are some great old games that I, <laughs> I, I really enjoy. We've got to the stage where we're calling a game from 2014 old. Well, that, that, that it's old because old. I can't buy it anymore, and it was made for a, what, two generations old system now. Mm. It's making so. me feel old, Skaz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Cool. It was nice. It was fun. It was goofy. Awesome. I said it looked quite fun what you were playing. So I recommend it to people. I, yeah. I really do. It's simple, stupid fun. I, I had it on the background while I was tired. I was having a little bit of clear out in the office and had you on the background. Whilst I'm swearing at the top of my lungs because I get wrecked. Yeah. So, oh, he's dead again. Some of those, oh, I'll tell you again. now, mate. Some of those fights. like It starts off as not too bad. And I, I was watching Incuplay and I, she was streaming it. So Because I've got Steam uh, in-home streaming set up. And I've got my library shared between uh, me, Inky, and the kids. So Inky had to go at, um, at the game first. And when yep. she first played it, she was getting killed quite quickly. I was like, what the fuck, man? Maybe maybe she's difficult because she's playing it on in-home streaming. And I played it on... I ended up playing it on my PC. I said, oh, ain't too bad. And then all of a sudden, you think you're doing all right. And then out of nowhere, a new enemy gets introduced and you get steamrolled. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> The difficulty curve just decides to go right up, mate. Mm. But it's fun. Play it. Get angry. <laughs> Watch Fair The enough. Avatar. I love that series. I really do. Yeah. It's neat. It's all about balance and, and, and fun and, just, uh, and friendship and, and shit. And all that good shit. And if you're really and if you're British, you'll love it for the innuendos. Yep. Well, don't watch the film. Have you watched the film? 
No, I've not watched anything to do with Avatar. Oh, okay. I, all, I, all I know about Avatar is through cultural osmosis. So I've just picked up. As, sure. as, in the same way, that's all my knowledge I have on Pokemon is through cultural osmosis. Same as all Legend of Zelda. It's all for I just I just know from what I've seen and picked up and watched from other people. Sure. So that's my information on Avatar. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. It's probably one of the better Western animations in a long time. Yeah, but is it because the guys basically did it... Tr- for what I read, read once, they said they basically sort of tried to actually copy anime. What I heard, a lot of people look at it and they think it's anime, um, but it isn't. Anime is traditionally, you know, Japanese drawn. Yeah, well, um, so they they try to copy and emulate yeah, yeah. that style as much as possible, and that's why I think. Because my first assumption was, until I found it was America, until I found American, my first one was it was a an anime that had been just translated. Yeah, and, a really nice dub. Yeah. Um, so it was only one thought. Oh, I actually remember they just tried to emulate because it looks at a pitch of it. It looks like an anime. It looks really, really nice. Yeah, you know the show looks fantastic. Good job to the creators and uh, Nickelodeon for producing it. It's really nice. The world is fantastic. Loads of holes in the plot, but it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It looks beautiful. Um, bending is based on actual martial art motions. Which is kind of cool, and just the lore is nice, and just I don't know. I like the world. I like the world that they've made, and the fact that they made uh, was it three seasons of the of um, the Last Airbender. They're going in for a fourth um, to kind of bridge the gap between um, Ang and Korra because people want more Ang. Cora uh, got four. I think it got cancelled or was due to be cancelled towards the end. So they just kind of went, ah, finish, and uh, rushed the end of it out. But they did four seasons of that, and they're all pretty solid. Mm. It looks great. For a Western production, it's really nice. Uh, you know, it's not like your usual Nickelodeon shit. So, <laughs> well, check there it we out. Go. Cool. Anything else to all scouts for you? That's up? it, mate. That's awesome. it. I, I just can't believe that I got... I, I had a bit of a, a fizz for gaming this last couple of weeks, and it was all for games that you can't really or couldn't up until recently buy. Yeah, that's good. Nice to see you got your, your fizz back. For now. He's, he's, he's back to be a digital bender. Um, <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> biggest bender you'll ever know. Yeah. I am the ultimate bender. I am yeah. the avatar. <laughs> Um, so, thank you for watching up on the Suffolk Gram. <laughs> on that note. Um, so, if, if we can join you, our, our next podcast will be broadcast here live on the 30th of January at half past nine GMT. Um, you can check up our games nights, which is every Tuesday at half eight GMT on Twitch on twitch.tv slash the Suffolk Gram. No one wants to watch my stream, Ram. It's twitch.tv forward slash scazius, sk4zzi0us. Just watch Ram. Very Ram does amazing great. streams. He doesn't stream. Every, every two weeks. <laughs> should stream more. Yeah. Um, you should stream Pavlov. I could stream Pavlov and people can laugh at me. Everyone encourage Ram to stream because no one wants to watch my shit. <laughs> um, you can also contact us on our website through at randers.co.uk. You can email us at comments at randers.co.uk and drop us information random shit and Ram um, has done some redesigning of the website it looks very pretty Ram, Ram, yeah Ram had to learn CSS 
and Ram basically won the title. I hate CSS. Oh, mate. I was honestly, I sat there. I was like, I don't know. How, I've done something. It's worked. I'm not sure why. I sort of like, it's like, there's. it's got somewhere, it generates a button that says read more. I have trawled through all the code that, of, that back, of that theme and I cannot find out where that's coming from. You'd think if you did control find read more, the text string, you would find the bit of code that generates it. No. No, <laughs> I cannot find it anywhere. I have no idea where that button that read more comes from, where that has matched itself out of the ether to appear. But I can't find it, so I have no idea because like, that button doesn't that button doesn't do anything. I need to switch off, but I can't work out how. So <laughs> yeah, that's you probably much. deleted the option to turn well, it off. Well, I, you see, you can override CSS code on on WordPress. You can override, which is what I've done. I've rather than doing the actual proper code, because there lies madness. I've just been overriding it, and then I can if it, does, if it fucks everything up, I can just delete it and it unchanges it all. Um, but I cannot find where the code for that button is. I don't know what it does. So if there's a button that doesn't seem to do anything, I know I can't work out how to stop it. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, I think it looks pretty though. I'm quite. I spent literally a whole day just rebuilding it from scratch. I'm quite pleased with it. Um, so you can go on that. You can check us out on that. Um, also on youtube.com slash randnerds. You can also watch these streams on twitch.tv slash randnerds. Um, I'm very much watching and I look forward to, we look forward to seeing you in a fortnight. Yay! Bye, buddy. Bye. Have a good one. Wear a mask. Yeah. Just do get it. Get the vaccine. Yeah. Get tracked. <laughs> get the vaccine. Get microchipped by Bill Gates. And... Um, and don't, and you've already given away your personal data on your mobile phone, so hey, what does it matter? Get owned, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, this is what the Americans need to do. They need to sort of do first psychology. They need to come out and say that, oh, you mustn't get that vaccine. You mustn't do that. We demand that you don't get the vaccine. And then all don't those people... Don't jump at it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. Whatever you do, don't not wear a mask. If you don't wear... You must not wear a mask. It's terrible. You really shouldn't wear a mask. They'd all be wearing it. Yeah. I'm excited my Second Amendment rights to wear a mask. Yeah, fuck you guys. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, fuck what you. What not to do. Yeah. <laughs> And I go, yep, it's worked again. <clears throat> um, Americans, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this. Don't, don't point guns at yourselves. Don't, yeah. don't. Pl- right, and honestly, no, please don't do that. <laughs> Did you see? I think it was, um, um, like, I think it was like Nigeria put a newspaper article picture of the guy who's in the um, Pulaski's office with his feet up on the desk. It just said, "Neath, who's the Banana Republic now?" And it's like, yep, yeah, good, well done, guys. I'm impressed. Well done. So. Let's stop offending people. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> See you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>